Welcome to the Choosing Happy podcast. In this episode, I tackle the very present situation of individuals struggling to get through each day because of depression, because of stress, because of fear, because they've lost meaning in their lives. So this is a little bit more of a serious episode, but I do hope that there is something here that helps individuals to find a purpose, a reason to get through each day and to show up and shine. Welcome to the Choosing Happy podcast. Today, I wanted to go quite deep on choosing life. This week, I've become very aware of the number of people who are struggling to get out of bed in the morning, who are struggling to show up in their own lives, who are questioning, is it really all worth it? With everything that's happening in the world, all of the systems collapsing behind the facade, all of the lockdowns, all of the loss, all of the separation, all of the conflict and division, it's understandable that individuals are struggling mentally and physically to get through this very challenging time. So today, I wanted to take some time to, I was going to say give some tips, but just give some practices that you can begin to do to maybe help you move through this. And I want to also share what I'm launching to help people to give them purpose, to give them some meaning, to give them support, to give them a place they can reach out and a safe space in which they can engage. So more on that later. When things are really dark in our lives, we're usually running some tapes, some mind chatter that is really negative and really critical, judgmental, damning of who we think we are. And I can say that every life is important, that you have a place, that you are important, that you matter. But if you're not ready to hear that, it's not going to make a difference. One of the major factors in this struggle that we're all going through at the moment is the lack of contact the division between families, that our choices are being forced, that we're being outcast one way or another. And I think the other thing is the ability to see a future that we want to live for. What can you do to change how you feel? What is it in your life that gives you meaning that gives you that desire to go on. I can answer for me and I can ask some questions 
so that you can consider them. And I know that having those answers may not be all that you need. I think the first thing, if you can, if there's somewhere you can go, is to reach out for help. And I know that that's a struggle. The demand for mental health services at the moment is huge. And it's not prioritized because of the pandemic. But this is a pandemic in itself. I've really struggled to put this episode together because I want to serve you and make a difference. And I've been, I've been truly hit by the number of people who are absolutely struggling to want to go on. And I know how that feels from my own experience. I can only imagine how people are feeling out there in the world today. Even before the pandemic, I, in my own personal life, had gone through a lot of loss, a lot of challenges, and suddenly finding myself living on my own quite isolated while grieving and dealing with the past. I know how debilitating that can be, where there's nowhere to reach out. I was lucky that I have friends who've really, really rallied and helped. And I also recognize that often we don't want to reach out. We don't know who to turn to. We don't want to appear weak or burdensome. Yet right now, we're in the most challenging time that this generation has ever seen. And we have a huge lack of resources to help individuals through this. So what can I offer you today? The reason to get out of bed in the morning has to be a choice that comes from you. I can't tell you what's going to motivate you to get out of bed each day. For myself, I was aware that I needed something. I have two dogs. Those two dogs have helped me keep my sanity. They are the reason I get out of bed every day. They are the reason I walk twice a day. They are the reason I get out in nature. They are the reason I meet other people. And that is a lot. So they are a massive reason for me to continue. I've spent the last four or five years saying myself challenges, doing 30-day challenges, whether it's 30 days of writing blogs, 30 days of doing videos, 30 days exercise, 10-day fasting. It was about pushing myself and committing myself to show up every day, to do something that was outside of me, that was that kept me interested. They didn't necessarily make me happy, and the other thing I hadn't realized is the effect of trauma. So even though I was using techniques such as EFT, timeline therapy, working with coaches, releasing and changing beliefs, I didn't release the trauma. I didn't know I had trauma to release. So the challenges the coaching, the grasping to hold on 
to life to find something that was going to motivate me and and help me thrive, help me enjoy and be present in life again. The challenges worked in terms of getting me out of bed every day. Meditation and mindfulness and EFT were very, very powerful, as was hypnosis in helping me really move forward. But it wasn't until I understood trauma and the effects of trauma, especially PTSD, and how dissociation really impacts and keeps you separate from feeling. And if you are reluctant to feel, then you're not going to be present. You're going to struggle to be present and to to be alive in terms of embracing life. When we're in the trauma, which I think we're all in, I think the world is going through so much change, shock, trauma, loss, that it can be so hard to cope. And it's okay for me to give advice or to give you tips. It's the realizing and the acknowledging that things are going to continue this way, at least for the next six months or so. There are simple things you can do on an everyday basis. And again, you know, it depends how effective these things are, depends on each individual person. But I want to offer some things today that I hope will at least help a little bit. Take the opportunity while lockdowns are not officially in force. Take the opportunity to get together with friends or to find new friends or to join a club so that you have that contact, that communication. Hug someone, hug a pet. That connection, that communication is so very important. It's known that when we're disconnected, when we're isolated, that our whole brain setup changes. It's known that it can lead to depression. It's known that isolation and lack of social contact can lead to cognitive impairments. So maybe the first place to start is to recognize that you aren't going mad. You aren't the only one going through this and it's not your fault. Learn to champion yourself rather than criticize. Learn to congratulate yourself for the small things. You did get out of bed, you did shower, you did cook breakfast, you did speak to friends, you did get through the day. Set yourself one or two challenges each day, not massive things. They don't have to be massive, but they may feel massive to you right now. So get yourself out to a cafe. Get yourself dressed up and feeling good. Join a group that has regular Zoom calls and start showing up and taking part. Even little things, making sure you shower or bathe every day, looking after your environment, cleaning, getting yourself out for walks in the nature, cooking yourself proper meals and making sure you get the right nutrition. It's so easy to let 
things like that slip because when you're on your own and you're isolated, it doesn't seem important. It doesn't seem to matter. But often it's the fundamentals, the little things that stack up. Cut out the TV, cut out social media, cut out the noise and the negativity. Find a safe space to connect so that you are connecting and socializing. If possible, create a space where you're speaking to someone outside of your house every day. I get that a lot of us at the moment don't feel understood, that we're the odd ones out, that we're separate from the majority, but there are a lot of us. One of the main things that helped me move forward was to create a morning routine. And I know I've said this before, and I I said how important it was in terms of performing and showing up in terms of my business, but it is also in terms of my life. I exercise every morning, I walk the dogs, I meditate, I shower. I also read something inspirational or listen to a podcast. I also have a a little appreciation kind of routine that I go through, sort of affirmations and appreciation combined. And doing that every day sets me up to start the day off right. So I'm not starting from the bottom and trying to work up. At least I'm starting, you know, mid to three quarters way, sometimes 10 out of 10 and not always. You have to decide for yourself that you want to feel better. The hardest part is that no one can save you. No one can do the press-ups for you. If you want to improve your body and lose weight and look better, you have to do the work yourself. And it's the same with mental health and with finding the aliveness and the passion to thrive. And it's that first realization that you're actually responsible for how you feel, irrespective of what's happening outside of you, that gives you some power back. I'm not saying it's easy. It took me a long time, but it's very possible. The thing I found a challenge right now is that even following my routines, doing my exercises, getting myself positive and focused, I've struggled to think of a future beyond where we are. But now I'm starting to see the vision of a better future for the planet, not just for me, but for the whole of the planet and the whole of humanity. So I'm creating a vision of where I fit into that. What is it that I want to do? What is it that will allow me to thrive in all areas of my life? What do I want for my relationships? What do I want for my work? Who do I want to be in contact with? Where do I want to live? How does my ideal day look? So having a vision, having a meaning to your life, and that's the the big thing. How can you create something or focus on something that gives you meaning? What is it to you that you do every day or you do because you love it? 
that you do irrespective of whether you get paid for it? What are the books that are beside your bed? What are the bookshelves filled with? So for me, for instance, my bookshelves are filled with coaching and business books, books about success, about mindset, from hypnotherapy and NLP and coaching all the way through to spirituality, to business processes, to relationship management, to conversations with God. So for me, my future vision is to help individuals with their mindset to move through these traumatic times, to come through strong and empowered, to transform themselves and their lives into something better, to recognize their individual power and to take back that power and to own it and to show up and contribute to the new world we're moving into. I also want to help people explore new ways of working, creating new businesses, creating incomes and work for themselves that allows them to create the lifestyle they want and to find the joy that they want. How does this fit in with the future? I don't know yet. And one of the things I've really learned over the last 18 months is to use the 24-hour time blocks. What is it that I want to achieve today that'll move me forward today? So yeah, I've got this big goal of setting up a coaching and support network. So what can I do today that's going to move me toward that? What can I do today that's going to move me toward joy? What can I do today that's going to move me toward my best self? And when it's raining outside and it's cold and all you want to do is stay in bed, the most courageous thing you can do is to set even one task that gets you out of bed, that gets you showing up and gets you through the day. I hope there's something in this podcast today that you can hold on to. You know, even if you just choose that the one thing you're going to do today is bake a cake, the one thing you're going to do today is clean out your car, the one thing you're going to do today is take the bottles to the bottle bank. It doesn't have to be massive. Those things, for me, I find myself resisting doing some of the real small things like going to the bottle bank. And I celebrate when I've done them because I know of the resistance that's there. I have a friend who recently was gifted some sessions with a personal trainer at a gym. And she so struggled to go that she found herself getting on the wrong train, the wrong bus, but she went, she got through it, she showed up. She may have showed up late, but she got there. She was so determined. She was making herself ill psychologically and physically before she actually went to the sessions. It was just so tough for her and she was so resistant unconsciously and consciously. But she did it anyway. And I think that's what's required to feel the fear and do it anyway. 
And it is fear and the anxiety of uncertainty that also stops us. And that's why the just today helps. It helps me anyway, because I can say to myself today, I know I have a good idea of how today is going to go for me. I know the tasks that I'm setting myself up to do. I know where I'm going and where I'll be. So just for today, I'll let tomorrow take care of itself because there's nothing I can do for it right now. I'll do the tasks that are required of me today. I'll show up the best I can today and I look for the gifts today, the things I can appreciate, even if it's just the fresh air, the trees, the food, the coffee. I'll leave that there for now and I do hope that there is something that can help. And please reach out, please email me if you would like to talk or if you have any questions or if you would like support. I've decided to extend Choosing Happy into a, I was going to say a membership group, a community is probably the, the best way to describe it. So this community will have a lot of free offerings to support individuals, while at the same time there'll be a payment plan and also pay-as-you-go options on some of the events. And I'm looking at creating social events, bingo nights, movie nights, social Saturdays, happy hour, so that there are things that you can look forward to and show up for and enjoy and get together in a community where I'm hoping everyone will become familiar with each other and we'll be able to support each other going forward. And in addition to that, there's the offer of coaching. I'll be working with healers. I'll be working with therapists who will give their time to choosing happy as well. I will have a private podcast just for the community. And I'm hoping to interview individuals who can contribute in a way that supports the community. There are no limits to the areas that we'll cover in terms of relationships, in terms of business, in terms of health, well-being, mental health. And as I say, the, one of the main constructs as well as offering mental health support, offering coaching, offering therapists, offering healing. There'll be courses, there'll be social events, and the courses aren't necessarily academic or business-based. There'll be cookery courses, there'll be help with financial issues, investing. So the whole idea is to be able to support individuals through the next six months and onwards. So if you're interested in being part of a community like that, then please join the wait list. I've put the, the link in the show notes. I believe that this is 
my calling at this time is to create this community. It's not just going to be me. It'll be a wealth of people willing to support and to help each other through these challenging, changing, and wondrous times. If you think this episode is going to be of value to someone you know, then please do share it and pass it on. Email me at heather at choosinghappy.co.uk if you have any questions or you feel you would like any support or you want to chat. Remember to subscribe if you want to be notified of future podcasts, if you want details of the wait list and if you want details of new events that are coming up for Choosing Happy. And just to summarize, find something that's meaningful to you, that's going to get you out of bed every day. Live your day in 24-hour blocks. Don't worry about tomorrow. Switch off the news and social media and anything that makes you anxious or keeps you low and frightened. Find something that's joyful for you to do, even if it's baking a cake, going for a walk, having a hot bath. Take some time for self-care and reach out to others. Find a way to build in connection. It's so, so important. And again, if you want to contact me, my email address is heather at choosinghappy.co.uk. Have a brilliant week and I look forward to seeing you next week in the Choosing Happy podcast.